My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players, and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikepro.com. Let's get into today's episode. Here we go. Okay, welcome everyone to this morning's presentation. <clears throat> if this is your first one, it's something I started about, I think this is the fourth presentation now, uh, each week um, presenting on a topic that will take up to about 30 minutes and then open up for Q&A for all those following um, the Prepare Like a Pro program. And that can be uh, any questions related to your training or lifestyle. Um, and each topic uh, is either suggested by um, one of you guys or an area that I feel uh, is important. And um, we'll, I'll have um, revolving sort of themes. Um, so touch on sleep maybe every couple of months um, and work on some new areas in the latest research with sleep, um, nutrition, uh, conditioning, strength, uh, and then any sort of topics um, that you guys raise that you, you'd like to present on. If you guys can um, put all your settings on mute while the presentation's on and then at the end we'll open up for questions. This topic, uh, this is the first one that um, one of the athletes on the program that I'm working with um, wanted to um, delve into a little bit more. So it's around um, your conditioning for the game of football, um, both from a preparation leading into a game, but also for your main training sessions um, so for those that are in the off-season, um, obviously you're not playing football um, games, but you're preparing yourself uh, for your main training session for the week. So you can apply these sort of methods to that main training session or the most important field-based session for the week. If you haven't already, jump onto my Instagram. I'm readily um, uploading <clears throat> stories on there and as much information as I can each day. Okay, so with athlete development, it does, it does defer from skill development. Um, and the main uh, area where it defers is the time that it takes to recover um, and recharge between training sessions. So athletic development 
is in nature a lot more demanding than skills training and therefore we need to um, give the body plenty of time to regenerate between training sessions. Um, for instance, for a sprint session, um, you may have to recover for seven days for the central nervous system to, to replenish before um, sprinting at high intensity again. Whereas um, kicking development, um, hand-eye coordination, these are type of things that you can be working on a daily basis in some format and recover quite well with, with low risk of injury. Um, it is individual to the athlete. So we want to make sure that we're preparing you to play the game that you play. So there's no need for a ruckman, um, to do follow the same running program as a winger. Um, they should look very different. Um, and we want to make sure that we're the, the conditioning we are doing is specific to the game. So you don't necessarily need to prepare, um, and run, you know, for a marathon, uh, in pre-season, it's a matter of just accumulating high-quality, uh, high-intensity-based um, training sessions. And like I mentioned, in most cases, it, it requires time. If we don't respect the time, this is generally what will lead um, to a, a breakdown or um, a slow, slower development than um, someone that's uh, respecting time as part of their athlete development. So... Simple little equation, if the demand, so the training session that you're doing uh, is higher than your current ability, so your current base fitness, then your body will leak down to either a breakdown of, of a physical injury or of mental burnout. So it takes time to condition ourselves mentally and physically, and over time our body will build its resilience, um, and therefore that will lead to development. If we suddenly, for whatever reason, get uh, motivated and feel that we need to start training a lot more than we were previously. And we increase that demand of your training. And that's a lot more than the, than the type of training that you've been doing in the past. And this is where this equation more often than not will, will come into play. So patience is really key and, and the fast tracking um, methodology that you might hear in certain programs is, is generally seen as a myth. In elite sport, we believe that in athlete development, it's a matter of consistency and allowing the body plenty of time to recover. So you might be asking, okay, what, what things can I focus on now? So areas that you can continually work on and improve on uh, skill development. So like I mentioned before, practicing your craft that's important for your game. Um, so you can always be doing some form of craft work each day uh, and that's very low risk um, for injury or breakdown, um, just for the nature of the, the intensity uh, of skill development and quality of movement. That's another area that you each day, um, if you're putting good intent and good training around, um, you can improve. So things like running drills, whether you be walking, running drills, marching, running drills, um, isometric holds in the gym, practicing your first couple of steps at low intensity, um, these type of things you can incorporate within skill development. Um, so playing like small sided games uh, at a walking pace uh, and you can uh, not only improve the physical side, but also have that tactical awareness of practicing how to read the game and, and practice your smart running patterns. So there are areas that we can add a lot of volume to um, your fundamental strength and your body management is where we need to respect um, when focusing on your athlete development. So things like big strength training sessions, um, 
uh, wrestling and jostling type work. So all that uh, on-field contact work um, is really demanding on the body and we need to um, respect that over time. So there's only so many sessions of that that you can fit in in the week Um, and respecting body management as well. So making sure that you are having sessions that are dedicated to uh, recovery. So working in on the body rather than uh, always working out. Um, There's no general rule of thumb, but some athletes will try and stick to a one-to-one ratio. So if they're lifting in the gym and training at high intensity in the gym for an hour, um, then that day they try and equate an hour of work of, of recovery. So that might be a 30 minute nap followed by 30 minutes of, of low um, intensity movement, like going for a walk. And that um, can be a good habit and a good ratio to get into to um, allow your body to handle the high intensity training that you need to do to, to improve. So that's a sort of holistic view of, of the balance between training and, and recovery. Ultimately, to improve your physical capacities, your training program has to have new stresses and continual um, uh, stress on the body to adapt and improve. So the body is incredibly um, responsive to stress um, and it will uh, at, adapt and grow in physical capacities and develop. Um, so it's a matter of understanding what areas you're focusing on improving. So if it's explosiveness, then making sure that you're lifting um, with maximal intent to move the weight as fast as possible in the gym. Um, and by continually practicing that over time, um, you'll notice your progression in, in explosive um, uh, ability on the field. It'll start to transfer. Um, so progressing exercises, there's a number of different ways you can progress um, your load in the gym and on the field. There can be simple volume, so the amount of Ks you're running over the week. It can be the amount of repetitions um, that you're uh, lifting in the gym, so just total volume. Then you can also look at intensity, so the speed that you're running at high intensity throughout the week. So it might be uh, above six meters per second, which is your highest speed running and looking at the total volume you're doing at that intensity, Uh, or it might be your max velocities and tracking what's the the highest amount of speed you're getting to each week. um, And where is that sitting? If if you don't measure these things, then it makes it a lot harder to be able to um, track your progress over time. So I'll go into GPS and, and sports science a little bit later, but making sure you have some form of um, objective measures to be able to track your uh, development over time can be very helpful. And then we want to make sure we're getting plenty of variation. So things like changing the exercises that we're doing. Um, you'll notice on, on my program every three to four weeks, I'll, I'll, I'll progress the movement, um, whether it be from a double leg squat to a single leg squat. Um, so going from double leg, you know, Um, stance to single leg stance can be one way it might be uh, using bands rather than a barbell or a dumbbell so changing the the external load uh, or it could be just moving in different planes of motion so squatting um, laterally in your lateral plane frontal plane rather than squatting up and down so making sure there's plenty of variation this is really important for the body to adapt uh, and improve but also mentally to keep training interesting and, and prevent burnout Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. 
click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.